Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Two Feet Apart with me, your host, Peachy Patra. Today's guest is a local blogger based in Kitchener, Ontario, and her name is Jamila Chiari. Jamila, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Nice to meet you. Um, well, I'm a local blogger based in Kitchener, and uh, my blog is all about African fashion, and I highlight also Black-owned businesses in the fashion, beauty, and lifestyle space. And so my blog is just a place where um, women can go to, especially if they're culturally conscious, to find different wares in fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. How did you get into that? Well, I myself, I am of Nigerian heritage. Um, so basically located, Nigeria is located in West Africa. And so I came to Canada almost over 15 years ago and um, I started to live here. And um, I grew up with Nigerian um, African prints growing up. And when I came here, I started to discover that there were designers and people of black heritage using these African prints in their designs. And so I started a blog about um, maybe three years ago to highlight these designers and the beautiful things that they were doing in fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. And that was really how the blog started because I just wanted a space where people could go to find who these designers were, how they were using African inspiration in their work. And that also led to um, a focus on Black-owned businesses and Black-owned entrepreneurs and creatives who are also doing great work in the fashion, beauty, and lifestyle space as well. That's awesome. I find that... That's something that as I've gotten older has become super important to me. I was raised by uh, two white parents. And so as I grew up older and I wanted to learn more about my African heritage and my African background, I found it so hard to find those resources and even just to find, you know, companies that were African to support and things like that, that could give me a bigger sense Mm -hmm. of that culture. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that was part of the things or part of the reasons why I started my blog. It helped me to reconnect with my roots. Um, Being in Canada, I also had this connection to uh, Africa, to Nigeria, and I didn't want to lose that. You know what I mean? And it, 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 starting the blog also became an avenue for other people who were discovering their roots to connect, to find the businesses, like you said, to find the brands and, you know, buy from them and learn about the culture. Mm -hmm. And that's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say has been the biggest benefit of your blog? Wow. I think the biggest benefit of my blog is just bringing exposure to those brands. A lot of the brands that I work with, um, don't have the exposure that they require in the mainstream media. And so having an opportunity to be featured to, um, a direct niche of people who are interested and willing to buy their products is very, very important and valuable to them. I also have a newsletter list of almost a thousand subscribers. And so I send out information about these brands in the newsletters. Um, Also, I, I do featured posts on social media. And so it has created a platform for them to shine and also to get the exposure that they need. And also I'm connecting them to people that actually want to know about them, right? So I feel like that's where the value has been, you know, really key. Absolutely. And that community factor is such a big deal and it's so important. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. What would you say has been the biggest hardship for you in the journey of uh, being a blogger? I think the biggest hardship would probably have to be imposter syndrome, just overcoming that. And I think that is something that many entrepreneurs deal with or many side hustlers deal with that Um, imposter syndrome, thinking that, you know, they're being somebody that they are not. And um, I try to just self-talk myself, do some positive self-talk to get over that and, you know, make sure that I'm in the right frame of mind when I'm doing my work. And also to let myself know that I'm worth it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's blogging is part of my passion. I fell into this because I loved writing and I loved, I had a passion for the community for black owned brands and African fashion brands. And so I have to constantly remind myself that I'm doing great work, not just for myself, but for the community. And that keeps me going. That's so good. And you had said that one of the things was kind of keeping yourself in that mind space. How do mm-hmm. you, how do you do that? a very positive person and um, I try to make sure that I have my affirmations every day. Um, So in the morning, I have a morning routine. I take a walk. I make my coffee or tea and then I say my affirmations um, or I journal. So in my journal, I write down my affirmations while I'm you know, reflecting on my day and things that I want to achieve. And I make sure I I write things like, you know, I'm worth it. Things like, you know, I can do all things. Things like, you know, um, nothing's too hard for me to do. And those are just affirmations that put me on the right track. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. I uh, had read this quote earlier that was like, I, you, I noticed with the pandemic, everyone has been getting plants. And so half of my timeline is just all plant related from all of my right. friends now having plants. And right. so someone had put, you know, if you speak positively to plants, they grow better and do better. So I was like, right. So then I was like, well, I'm just going to start doing that to myself. So today I like popped into the work bathroom and I was like, you know what? You're doing awesome today. And I was like, I don't know if I believe it, but I'm just going to say it regardless. <laughs> And yeah, I think it's so important to talk to yourself, right? Like you have to, like, as, as, as hard as it seems, like they say you have to talk to yourself and you have to say like you believe it, you know what I mean? And you have to talk to yourself until you eventually believe it and until you eventually start acting that way. So if you tell yourself that, you know, you can do all things, you might not believe it at first, but if you tell yourself long enough that you can do all things, then you will start to believe it and you start to act like you can do all things. And eventually you'll start to see that all the things that you're doing are actually aligning with that affirmation. So that's what I truly believe. Mm -hmm. It is so powerful. Right. All that manifesting. Absolutely. Um, what would you say is your passion and purpose in life right now? Well, my passion and purpose is just to um, encourage others to live a vibrant, bold, um, and confident life. Um, so one of the things, one of my mottos is inspiring women to live colorful, vibrant, and bold. Colorful because no one deserves to live life in shades of gray. That's too boring. Um, vibrant because energy and excitement is truly the spice of life and bold because you have to be confident enough to go after what you really want and deserve. I agree. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. 
What are current challenges that you often face? Um, and it can be outside of blogging. It can be due to the pandemic, um, just something in general. I would say managing my time has sometimes been a challenge. Um, and as well, I'm a bit of a perfectionist in that sense where I want to have everything well done. I have everything has to be perfect, you know, um, whether it's I'm writing a blog post or I'm creating a graphic for social media, I have to cross all my T's and dot all my I's. And I've been reminding myself that, you know what, um, choose progress over perfection. That's what I've been telling myself lately. And also just trying to manage my time and make sure that, you know, that I don't burn out uh, in the in the course of doing this work because I'm juggling a lot of different priorities. I'm blogging, I'm pitching brands, I'm creating content for social media, I'm managing the back end of my website, so all the technical details. It's more like a one-woman show. And in the course of that, I always have to remind myself that time management is key. So I allocate times for all my projects. And if I go over one task, if I go over the time for one task, I immediately switch to the other. And I just try to make sure that I am, you know, on track in terms of how I'm managing my time. And also uh, making some time out for self-care is important as well. So it's not just working, 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 but I'm also taking time to rest and recuperate and refresh. It's so important. And that balance is a good key factor mm-hmm. for everyone to remember. Absolutely. Um, so as someone that is a writer, but also works with fashion and all of that kind of stuff, how would you define art? Art is beauty. And I know they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Some, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. But I would say that art is anything that is beautiful. So I could look at something that another person thinks is ugly, but as long as it's beautiful to me, I deem that as art. You know what I mean? And they also say that one man's um, trash is another man's treasure. So it differs from person to person. But I think that all in all, whatever gives me beauty, whatever gives me a sense of excitement. um, So I could look at a piece of art, uh, be it a wall hanging or a beautiful dress, a fashion dress. um, It's art to me if it's beautiful to me. Um, A piece of writing could be art. So there's different ways to look at it, but I feel like all in all, art is beauty. Okay, I like that. And I like how it's kind of customizable based on the person and it's not a one-fits-all kind of thing. Right. Um, Is what you're doing now what you've always wanted to do? Yes. In a sense, it has always been what I wanted to do because I've always loved writing even as a little girl, I remember having a diary and I would always write poems and um, eventually I would write about my day. I would reflect and write about what happened in the day. And so I was, you know, honing my writing skills from a very early age. Eventually I went into, um, when I went to high school, I did very well in English and writing essays was something that I really loved to do. And creative writing has always been something that I've really, really enjoyed. So when it came to writing for my blog and writing about fashion, it seemed like a seamless kind of fit for me. And as well, I studied communications at the university level. So 
that involves a lot of writing. As a communicator, you need to write well and communicate well in the written form. And so I feel like falling into blogging about fashion, even though it's a little bit of a, a different focus, I'm, I'm writing about fashion. So I'm describing a dress or I'm describing a shoe and how it fits on, on, on the sole of a woman's feet. Or I could be describing a, uh, a particular hairstyle and how, you know, the long strands of hair frames the person's face. You know, there's different ways of writing and describing um, different things in fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. And I just love that. It, it, it really, it really speaks to me. Um, and it really, um, I just love it. I just love it. That's great. And I love that it's so passion driven for you. Yes. Um, what would you say to someone that was looking at blogging and thinking about blogging, but just is unable to take the leap? I would say just start, start where you are and start small. Um, I think one of the reasons that sometimes we don't want to start things is because we have this big picture of what it's supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like, but it doesn't have to be so big. Start small, start where you are, get a diary, jot down your thoughts, and if you can start a website, go ahead and do so. If not, there are lots of tools that are available online for people to start blogging through WordPress and blogger.com. I would say just create, create one of those blogs and start jotting down your thoughts right away. It might not be perfect the first time, but it gets better as you do it. Writing is one of those things that, you know, the more you do it, the better you get and practice makes perfect. So I would say start where you are, start small and start now. Okay. That's really good advice. And I like that, you know, you don't have to start big and you don't have to invest mm -hmm. in like a fancy website or a specific blog platform when there's things like WordPress and stuff that are accessible. Absolutely. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself outside of your blog? Outside of my blog, um, I really love nature. Um, so in the summer, I would love, I love to take long walks outside, just in the woods. It's very therapeutic for me. And it just ties into my whole self care routine because I am someone who's big on positivity and affirmations and self care and wellness. And so having this healthy lifestyle that involves taking walks out in the woods is so important to me. Not just because I want to admire nature and, you know, but because I want to breathe in the fresh air. I want to, I want to hear the birds singing. I want to, you know, feel the earth under my feet. Um, it just is very, it's a very grounding experience for me and uh, it's very therapeutic and it just makes me uh, balanced and live a balanced, well, um, wellness lifestyle. That's great. And I, totally agree with those like long nature walks and things like mm -hmm. that. Like mm -hmm. there's even that concept of like forest bathing and stuff like that. And it's yeah. so therapeutic. Yes, for sure. What are five adjectives that you would use to describe yourself? Five adjectives. That is an incredible question. Okay. So I would say um, my motto words are colorful. I love color in everything that I do from how I dressed to the home decor that I put in my home. I would say vibrant. 
um, energy. I gravitate towards people with energy and excitement. I would consider myself to be bold, very confident, and I love to go after what I want. Um, another thing is, is um, I'm a little bit shy. Uh, people may not know that, um, but I tend to be shy and a little bit timid. But uh, as I warm up, I get much more um, uh, confident to talk to people. And the last thing I would say, ambitious. Um, I love to dream big. I love to see things in the, in, in, in the big picture. That's, those are really good describing words. And I like that they all kind of follow your, everything you've said about focusing on that self-care and those positive affirmations and speaking yeah. things into existence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, are there ways that being a blogger kind of transfers into the rest of your life? Yes, I think it does. Um, so it all comes back to being a writer, right? And being a communicator. And so I have, um, in my day job, I'm also working in communications as well. Blogging is a part of what I do. Writing is a huge part of what I do. And so it just translates into um, the whole day for me. So it's not just from my nine to five, but also from my five to nine or five to 12, if you might call it that. So I, as a whole person, I my life revolves around writing and communication and also my morning routine. I do a lot of writing in my journal as well. And so that's a huge part of what I do. Um, if I'm spending time on social media during my own personal time, I'm also crafting um, captions for my posts if I'm posting a picture. And I'm always thinking about, you know, what's a catchy caption? What would resonate with my audience, with my community? What do they want to know about? What can I write about today that's going to inspire somebody and motivate them to have a better day? And so I have a lot of quotes on my Instagram page. And so I feel like just me being a writer and being a communicator, um, I have this um, mandate to inspire others to live a vibrant, bold life as well. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, so if that's kind of your goal and your main inspiration, what is one message that you would share to everyone universally? One message that I would share to everybody universally is that they shouldn't be afraid to go after their dreams, no matter how big it is. You always have to take the next step, even if it's a small one, because those are stepping stones to success. And one little step will lead to more steps, will take you to the journey. It will take you on a big journey to reaching your destination over time. That's such a a good point. And it's also important to put that perspective in because everything mm -hmm. looks like it's such a big deal. Right. Yeah, it does. Like when I started my blog, I didn't think that it would be what it is today, but it was just one line. I mean, one letter after the other, one word after the other, one paragraph after the other, and you know, one blog post after the other. And so, you know, I have over 100 articles on my blog right now over the span of three years. And, you know, it has led me to, it has landed me so many other opportunities. So I really believe in starting where you are and, you know, not being afraid to dream big. That's great. I think 
just remembering that and always remembering that um, decisions aren't permanent either. So if you dream big and you go after it and it's not what you imagined, like it's not something that you have to be stuck with. Um, I think that was my biggest struggle because I would, Mm -hmm. you know, even I currently live in the middle of nowhere. And when I was looking at coming Mm -hmm. out here, I was so nervous and I was like, well, then like, I'll never see my family and all this. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Patra, like, this isn't a permanent decision. You can do whatever you want. And, but it was, it factored into a lot of goals of mine to come out here. So, um, it's things yeah. like that when you realize that you still have the choice, even if you pursue your dreams and it doesn't work out how you want. Thankfully, this did for me, but in other situations, like even with jobs and yeah. um, other things, like relationships, mm-hmm. especially like things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, and one thing we most of us are afraid to do is to fail, you know, but we learn from failure, right? And failure is not the end, it's just a detour. And so you can absolutely fail forward and learn from that and continue to carry on and onto success. So I love what you said about, you know, no decision is permanent and how we can learn from every choice that we make. Mm-hmm. Did you have a mentor or role model that you looked up to that kind of instilled these values in you or did you come across them on your own? To be honest, my biggest mentor is, is and has always been my mother. Unfortunately, she, I lost her in a car accident back in 2003. That was years ago. But uh, I have so many memories of her and she was a real hustler. You know, she worked really hard for her children, for her family. She worked hard to put food on the table and she had such a drive to her. Um, Very driven lady. And uh, I learned from that, just watching her and watching how she led her lifestyle. It really inspired me. Um, She taught me never to give up. She taught me that I was always, I could always be the best. You know, she was... um, she was a Christian as well. And, uh, you know, leading that faith-based lifestyle really had a huge impression on me. Um, and then she would inspire me and tell me things like, you know, you can be the first and not the last, you know, you are the head and not the tail and that you can do anything you put your mind to. And so when you begin to grow up hearing words like these, uh, by the time you're grown up, you truly believe that the world is your oyster, right? So, I truly believe that she was one of the um, major influences in my life and she truly shaped my mindset and who I am today. I love that. She sounds like an incredible person. Yeah, she truly is. This is my favorite question to ask people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. What about your story do you think is important for other people to hear? My story... The thing about my story that I think is important for people to hear is that you should not undermine yourself, you know, Um, you can do anything that you want to do. Um, I moved to Canada over 15 years ago. I was just a little girl uh, who lost her mother and I didn't know where life was going to take me. You know, but I came to Canada with dreams, with hopes, with aspirations and, you know, not knowing what form or shape that would take, but I did not undermine myself and I knew that, you know, I could do whatever I set my mind to 
And I think it's important to trust your journey and trust your process and not to compare yourself with others. That's one of the huge things that I have learned and that I continue to stick to that I will not compare myself to another person because the journey is different from every, for everybody. And that just because other people are succeeding, quote unquote, doesn't mean that I'm failing. And mm -hmm. so I should not undermine myself and I should believe that I can do whatever I set my mind to do. Yes. And it's so important to remember that we're all on individual journeys and it looks like very mm -hmm. different things for so many different people. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you're currently working on or that you're trying to raise awareness for? Yes, I am trying to raise awareness for black owned businesses in Canada. And that's something that I'm trying to do more of on my blog. So my blog is transitioning to not just be African fashion focused, but to be focused on um, black led uh, brands and black led businesses in Canada and beyond. And so I'm trying to raise more awareness for people within that space, entrepreneurs within that space. And I'm also toying with the idea of launching a marketplace for black owned businesses as well. That would be awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, where can listeners best find or support you? And I'll include these links in the bio below. People can find me on my website. Um, they can track me down on Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram, almost on a daily basis. I post on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Um, and I would say if people want to keep close touch with me by email, then they can go to my website and sign up for my email newsletter. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm so glad that we were able to chat with you and hear a little bit about your story and your passions. And I hope that it encourages other people to not only support black owned, but also to just pursue things um, that they might be afraid to pursue. Sure. Yes. It's been a, it's a great opportunity talking to you and I thoroughly enjoyed the interview. Mm -hmm.